You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's another episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony Lewis and Aurora Bubaloo here to talk yet another episode of The Walking Dead on AMC. And very much like last week's episode, which was very focused on just a couple of characters, same mm-hmm. thing for this week, except uh, it was mostly focused around Rick and Michonne and yes. their... Um, it's basically Rick and Michonne's expedition across the state of Georgia as they hunt, <laughs> they gather, they sleep together. Yes. This is basically, like, there was, it was practically a training montage of them doing this. Like, yeah. there's music in the background, and you see them getting food, you see them getting guns, you see yeah, them Yeah, they were having a blast. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of happened in that order, actually, every time. It was food, guns, nakedness. Like, pretty much... <laughs> Pretty much every other scene. Um, so yeah, but this is them embarking on... Uh, so the episode uh, is Season 7, Episode 12, called Say Yes. And uh, yeah, this this has them embarking on a hunt for guns to bring to the scavengers. And now I remember that they're called the scavengers and not, quote, the trash people. End quote. Uh, that's their name, the scavengers. Uh, they come across a school carnival where... Yeah. I like how they say, this This is just skimming over so much, where after several thrills, they acquire dozens of guns. They bring the guns <laughs> oh back to gosh. the... I know, there's going to be so much to talk about. They bring <laughs> the guns back to the scavengers, but Jadis says they didn't bring enough. Mm-hmm. Um, which is true. She said it in a weird way. We'll talk about that, too. Uh, demanding yep. they find more in order to fulfill their deal. Uh, meanwhile... In the B-plot, Tara contemplates whether or not to tell Rick about Oceanside, knowing that there's groups, uh, knowing the group's need for weapons. Rosita travels to Hilltop to meet Sasha. The duel, uh, the duo make a pact to kill yep. Negan. Someone's going to die next week, Aurora. Yeah, someone, I think a lot of people, at least two people. Well, some, somebody, <laughs> somebody whose name we remember on a regular basis is going to die <laughs> yes. next week. Um, so let's talk about Say Yes in, in a little more detail, too, because, uh, boy, just saying that Rick and Michonne come across a school carnival after several thrills acquire guns does really does not uh, encapsulate yeah. this, uh, this thing. So tell, tell me, uh, tell me about your thoughts on the episode. I mean, first, we have to talk about the fact that for a moment, we all thought that Rick died for a little bit. For a little bit, and I was like, "No, it can't. It can't be." Mm-hmm. But they made it. You know, you, you, it it was in a way. I I really yeah. thought did they really kill Rick? Right. This because it looked like it. I will say this, because um, this show has tried to pull the wool over our eyes many times, especially mm-hmm. concerning one Glenn. Yeah, uh, they've tried to do this many times. I did. I did think it, but only for about five seconds or so because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then I'm like 
mm, it's probably the deer. And right. Rick, like, how the hell Rick escaped? I have no idea. I have no idea. Either. Like, like maybe it was that thing in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade when young Indiana Jones is in, like, the caboose of the train at the very beginning and he gets into that <laughs> yeah. box and it yeah. turns out to be a magic box which somehow <laughs> has a hidden door to get him outside from underneath the train and he escaped through that somehow without being killed by the train running him over i mean it was a carnival i guess yeah yeah that was my thought like oh there was just so just so happened to be like a magic box right there and rick escaped through it and the zombies were too dumb to know any better but i will um, explain it just by saying he's rick that's he, enough he did burst out of a box <laughs> It did. So that's got that's got to be what happened, right? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Um, any other th- more thoughts? Oh my! But you know, besides the fact that for a moment I thought they did something to Rick, that mm-hmm. whole um, scene where they they're you know killing the walkers together and they're um, acting like a team, and oh, I loved every second of it. I thought this was I thought this was great interaction between these two characters. Yes. Like this is the first time in a long time on this show that and I don't know, people may argue that they should be like this more often, but I feel like the circumstances of the world they live in would alter their behavior in a lot of ways and I would only mm-hmm. expect to see it come out in a little bit, but to me, like their interactions in this episode made them feel so real and natural yeah, to me. Yeah. Like it just seemed like two people who were in love out just roaming around, getting into mischief and having fun. Yeah, and they looked like teenagers, right? A lot of the they, time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the way that they were interacting and um, Rick uh, kept saying, we could, you know, stay a couple more days. He wanted to stay in that state of mind. Yeah, yeah, he didn't want to have Michonne to. With Michonne so much. He didn't want to come back, go back because he knows he has to go back to reality if yeah. he does. But they they acted like teenagers the whole time. And, and we all know too well, all of us, I'm sure, most of us listening anyway. I don't mean to impugn anyone if, if you've not. Uh, if you have not, but I'm pretty sure most of us at, at some point in our life knows what that like puppy love feeling mm-hmm. is like where it's, you know, and it does wear off after a while. If the relationship, the bond is strong enough, right. uh, it never fully goes away, but it's never quite like the first few months mm-hmm. or whatever it mm-hmm. is where your, your brain is practically delusional about it. And <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you'd be hard pressed to find yourself not relating to it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we've all kind of been there. Um, yeah, I just I loved how natural it felt. Like their conversations just felt, you know, natural. They were kind of joking around a little bit, and like I mean, even like all this stuff where he's like, you know, they they have to they have to quarantine off the area. Like there's a gate or whatever, and he's like, well, I'll kill these two zombies and I'll push the car over there. And she's like, that's gonna leave me with eight. And he's like, come on, you can handle eight, right? Like that's no big (laughs) deal. Just you know. You'll, yeah. you'll you'll be fine. Uh, like, it was that sort of talk. Like, uh, um, you know, and some people might be like, oh, they've neutered the zombies and the zombies aren't dangerous anymore. Yeah. Um, and maybe, maybe that's true. But I would imagine if people have been living in a world where zombies exist for seven years, they'd kind of just become a part of life after yeah. seven years. And they're more of a nuisance and a pest. And the real problem are people, right. as always. Uh, Although we saw a walker in this episode that was shooting a gun. 
<laughs> oh my god! Well, yeah, by on accident because he like got on a whole bunch of like he impaled himself on a bunch of pikes and one of the guns got stuck on it and was like, pulling the trigger. And we haven't even talked about the best walker we've seen. Now I know people were like Gladiator, Gladiator Zombie was amazing, but uh, my favorite zombie I've seen so far has been the Mama June Zombie. Oh, uh, yes. oh my god! In fact, I'm convinced that may. Uh, I mean, look, I, I've I've never watched uh, that particular reality show. I don't even remember the name of the little girl that it's supposed mm-hmm. to be based around, but I know that her mom's name is Mama June, and I'm pretty oh, sure uh, Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo, that's right. <laughs> I was convinced this was Honey Boo Boo's mom, and she had died, and she's a zombie. She was so tall. It was super tall. Like yeah. it was nuts. Yeah. Oh, and it was super gross looking. And for nothing, because the gun receipt I saw was a toy gun. Yes, it was just like a cap gun or something. And- yeah. Uh, but yeah, I loved I loved all the the natural interaction. I love when they're on the the roof of the school building, like scoping mm-hmm. things out, and then the roof gives way from years of not being taken care of and water damage and mm-hmm. stuff, and they fall through. And then it's just like the the camera stays there, and then you just hear them giggling. Yep. Uh, and we see why they're giggling because they landed on like a giant mattress or something, and they're like, "This has to be a sign, right?" And it's yep. a room full of like military supplies and so lucky, uh, just tons of food. Yeah, um, yeah, and they just—I don't know—it just was so much fun watching them interact. It was, it was nice to see different sides of these characters for sure. Yeah, yeah. Anything else you'd like to add? Um, what would you do if you were Tara? Mm. Would you give away the ocean side? community or would you say because because they're in need of guns and oceanside has them and they have people right um and they have people who have a grudge against the saviors right clearly um i mean i don't know what i would do if i were tara she she did go out of her way to keep her promise Mm -hmm. numerous times i feel like I mean, obviously, they were teasing it in the previously last week on AMC's The Walking Dead. Like they showed, you know, they showed that stuff and they brought it up again as a point of contention in this week's episode. Uh, I feel like we will eventually get there and mm-hmm. get them on their side. Like if there's enough people, it's like look at all these people we have. Look at all these guns. You have guns. You have more people. Like we can we can do this fight. Like maybe they'll join in. Um, you know, maybe they'll join in, but they demand that Sarah be or not Sarah, but is it Sarah? It wasn't Sarah. It was... Um, oh. No, it was Sarah, wasn't it? I don't remember. Um, Tara. It wasn't Sarah. Tara, was Tara. yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll be like, uh, you know, Tara has to be executed for lying, and then we'll join you. Uh, maybe it'll be yeah. something... Yeah, it could be. Something ridiculous along those lines. Um, so, yeah, Rick and Michonne, they, they, they go to all this trouble to... Um, get all of these guns. By the way, I have a question for you. Uh, they get the car there. So they're rolling the car to block off the gate entrance. Mm-hmm. And Rick's like, Oh shit, the brakes don't work. And they're not going to be able to stop the car. And Michonne's like, well, crap, I'll either just let Rick roll on or I'll try to, she hops in the trunk and closes the trunk. Yeah. Yet a couple minutes later, we see them both pop out. How did Michonne get out of the trunk? I was like, is the, the, the car have a sunroof? I mean, I think it did. I mean, they popped out of it. But she was in the trunk, so did she, like, 
use her maybe, sword to like tear through the seats, or was it one of those? Maybe was it one of those cars where the seat folds down to create more like? I mean, it looked like an old car. It didn't seem like right. a yeah. yeah, like a recent uh, car. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's me shown. <laughs> yeah, that's my explanation. She teleported <laughs> into the car. <laughs> It's fine. She's Michonne. Uh, yeah, so she that has was a just, sword. It's fine. Yeah. I just figured she just stuck her sword into the car seat and carved herself out of a hole. Yeah. Um, she can do that sort of thing. But yeah, that was weird. It's like she hopped into the trunk and then the next thing you know, she's coming out right after Rick through the sunroof. And I'm like, how'd she get yeah. out of the trunk? Yeah. Um, but whatever. We'll just... Um, it's, the doctor uses this excuse all the time as well. I, I'm, you know, why do I have this cup of tea? Well, the answer is I'm the doctor. <laughs> um, yeah, but after that, it made me laugh when um, they, like, get out of the car and then they jump a fence. Yeah. And the walkers are, like, pushing the fence and Michonne, Michonne said something like, oh, it's not going to hold. And I'm like, really? Yeah, no, it's not going to hold. Are you kidding me? It's just no. A t- <laughs> it's just a tiny, barely above waist level fence. <laughs> yeah, it tipped over very quickly, and they're like, it's, yep, there it goes. Um, the uh, so they they gather all these guns. They go back. They go back to the scavengers, and Jadis is like, "This is not enough guns." But I, that's really not a big deal to me. Um, what was really a big deal to me is I thought I had paid attention to this Jadis character the last time we met her a couple episodes back. Mm-hmm. I do not recall her speaking in the way that she spoke. Okay. Did she speak like this the last time yes. we met her? Okay, yes. I did not notice it. <laughs> at all. I mean, it's only been seven years since the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Why does she speak like this? Like, she she doesn't appear to have... No, I mean, look, if somebody's like, clearly, Anthony, this woman has, like, a... She has, like, a speech impediment or something. But it, it didn't feel that way to me. It felt like she was, like... This is just how she speaks? Yeah, but she speaks like that, and the other uh, members of the group Do they speak, speak like, like that as too? well. Yeah. 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 Enough yeah. guns we need for yeah. you. And I mean, Not I, enough I, guns I can, have I can, bought us. And it stuff sounds like weird, but I, at the same time, I can see you know something like this happening and people making up their own dialects or, or rules, because there's nothing... Uh. Telling Maybe. you how to act. So perhaps. Perhaps. I can perhaps. see people making their own type of, you know, speech or whatever just because they can. How about how about this? We're gonna make we're gonna make Jadis a very clever uh, a very clever character. Perhaps they've devised this way of speaking um, so that they are able to identify other members of the scavengers if they are out and about. Yeah, there they we go. Somebody else. That's that's how you know. It's like the secret handshake. There we go. Like, yeah. Do you, do you kind of talk like faux Yoda a little bit? Then if you do, <laughs> you're a scavenger. Yeah. You know. Um, you I mean, know. I could I could see myself doing that. I could like learn Klingon and just speak that. <laughs> <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. That's how. That we, way I can find my people. That's how. That's how. <laughs> That's how we know you're part of the Cinema Geekly family that exists in the <laughs> zombie apocalypse. We all speak Klingon to each other. When you approach someone, you just kind of warily look at us and go, Kapla? Yeah, if they know what that back, means, then you know I know that I'm in good company. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, you know, so if we're like, you know, would you like some blood wine? You know you're with friends. <laughs> uh, you know, if we're like, what are you talking about? Why are you being so weird? Perhaps you should run away from these people as they are exactly. not your kind. 
Exactly. Um, you've got to you've got to be in your groups in the zombie. Yeah, you apocalypse. have you have to find trekkies in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So yeah, the, it was ju- it was just a little strange. Um, I got to ask another question here. What is it with these? Look, I understand their rationale for this, and I empathize with them. But what is it with people who are like, you know what, saviors? They've got a large compound. We've got a lot of people there, heavily guarded. Mm-hmm. We only want to hunt and kill one man, and we're just going to go on our own. Like this yep. is not like Carl's doing this. G- like Carl and Jesus were like, "Hey, we'll we'll give it a go." Ros- now Rosita and Sasha, like this is clearly not a job for like a like a tiny coat. Like you need more people to try to storm this place, right? Right. Um, so are we saying that, uh, the chances of either of these two ladies, either one or both, uh, not making it past the next episode, are we saying that the odds for these two people in particular are quite high? I think so. I think, and I've been thinking that ever since, I mean, Rosita especially has been changing a lot since Abraham died and she's so angry all the time. And I feel like, you know, she's letting her anger cloud her judgment she should speak with jadis because she would (laughs) tell her that anger is the path to the dark side (laughs) anger leads to hate and hate leads to suffering yep yeah and uh, she may learn this lesson uh far too late from yeah i mean she already saw what happened to carl it didn't work no it did not (laughs) so (laughs) we haven't even and he got off easy he got off easy so um, you know, and I mean, at least at least they both know it's like we're probably not coming back from this, but we got to give it a go. Is it no? Is it you think? I mean, the way Rosita talks about it, she talks about it like Rick is not really truly interested in forming this coalition to take on the Savers because she notes that he's just he's going to take another day and another day and another excuse. Just, yeah, she, I think she's just impatient, and yeah. what Rick is trying to do will take time. Yeah. I feel like she's going to pay for this impatience a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think this is going to. This is going to pay off too well for. Her. And their their plan sucks. I if I was Rosita and I I really wanted vengeance, I would wait until Negan is out of the compound. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like that makes more sense. Like he usually goes, you know, visits the other communities. Um, just wait until he's out and take him out with a sniper rifle. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they got a good one there. It looks like. Yeah. That looked like some high-grade military sniper equipment. Yeah. Um, I will get on top of that, like, mansion at the hilltop and just wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's going to show up at some point. At some point, he will. So, just wait. But she, doesn't, she doesn't have the patience these to do ladies, it. These two, these, two, these two ladies are so impatient. I mean, yeah. Sasha, Sasha could go because, of course, she is um, scheduled to be helming another television show soon. Uh, mm-hmm. That of course being Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, although, that is true. Yeah. Although I'm although I'm aware that the filming, uh, I do believe the filming schedules for both shows don't conflict. So but she I, would be but able I to could do see Sasha, you know, something happening to Sasha because Rosita convinced her to go, and then that mm. affecting Rosita, you know, because of me. Put that on her. Shoulders. Another person died. Yeah. I mean, that could totally happen. Um, so say yes. Um, they got the title in. 
They I feel did. like I feel like they've been getting the titles in. They did the past epi- the last episode they did as well. I think since episode nine. Yeah. They got hostiles and calamities in. Eugene mm-hmm. said that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure in New Best Friends they said New Best Friends. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the story that Rick told to uh, Ezekiel was right. the Rock in the Road story. Right. And here um, uh, it's Rick um, bargaining with Jadis. And he offers yep. her a deal and he just says, say yes. Yeah. At which point I was, the re- I was really rolled, hoping but. that it was him proposing to Michonne, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm eagerly awaiting for either Rosita or Sasha to say the title of the next episode at some point. Um, because especially <laughs> since we're contemplating their doom, it yep. makes perfect sense. What would you What would you give? Say yes, unless you have more to add. Um, no, I, I I'll give it a four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gave this one a very strong. I was leaning like even four and a half at points. Mm-hmm. Um. I may even I may even settle here at four and a quarter. I just loved what they did with Rick and Michonne, especially for like characters that Michonne's got more they could dive into, and mm-hmm. they don't seem to do it very often. And Rick is a character that a lot of people are like, eh, he's kind of just Rick, and I don't really care anymore. Like I'm more interested mm-hmm. in the the side characters or the background characters, and they they kind of did a little bit more with with him yep. as well. Um, and they had that whole little bit where he was, you know. Um, where Michonne brings it up again, and she's like, you know, all these groups coming together, it's like they're gonna need a leader to do all of it. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd be great. And he's like, I'm kind of done doing the leader thing. I'd... But but I love his response though. He he was like, I'm done, but you and me mm-hmm. together leading. That oh, that's like Vader and Luke. Yeah, I, I love rule that the galaxy though. as father and son, <laughs> yeah. more or less. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I would give this one four and a quarter. I, I like the episode mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I um, just need, I give it a four because I just need, I, I'm missing that, you know, those Walking Dead episodes where I'm tense and I'm like, you know, stressed out. I, I feel like it's been a while since yeah. I've had one of those episodes and I need it. Well, we might get it with next week's episode, <laughs> which is, of course, the season seven finale. Of The Walking Dead. It's come already. Um, so I guess we will be talking about that next week if Aurora wants to watch. I'm presuming <laughs> you will be sticking around to, to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a lot to make up for from last year as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, they failed to, to deliver a good season finale last year. So. Yep. Um, they got to bring it this year. Mm-hmm. You listening, Nicotero? I know you're listening. He's not listening, but... He's a fan of this show, by the way. Of course. They all are. They all listen to this. All of them. Uh, um, and, and hey, uh, Andrew Lincoln, since you're listening, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, go to cinemageekly.com and check out uh, the archives of Hear the Walking Dead and, of course, all the other shows we've got available on cinemageekly.com. And this show is available on iTunes. And Google Play Music, just search for Hear the Walking Dead and hit the subscribe button and all the new episodes will be downloaded to the device of your choosing. Okay, Aurora, here it is. The finale of Season 7 of The Walking Dead. Who's gonna say it, Rosita or Sasha, when we talk about Episode 13 called Bury Me Here? Bury Me Here.